Jav, Jav, your gain's a little bit high. You're maxing out on and um. Damn, it's 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 pretty it's much all the way down there. Is it, it is, really? It... Your gain's maxing yeah. out. It's like you've got a dashboard. <laughs> you can see what's going on. I know. <laughs> yeah. And me saying yeah, it's down as if I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's not the volume, Jav. It's the gain. Yeah. Come on. No, the gain is all the way down. Unless it's all the way up. Hold on, let me turn it all the way down. Because <laughs> <My laptop's upside laughs> that, that sound. You're listening to the Host Unknown Podcast. Hello and welcome, everybody. Welcome back to episode uh, eight, I think this yeah. is. 12 something, eight and a half. 24. Who knows? I'm getting it by the episode, mate. If, if you're listening to them, it just feels like forever, right? That's that's what it comes down to. Uh, it's another sunny day. Lockdown is, um, well, I wouldn't say coming to an end, but the, it is in sight at the moment. Well, so, I uh, guess it depends whether you're observing the rules in the first place. This is true. This is true. We ha- we're dealing with Cumgate at the moment, aren't we? <laughs> we are. <laughs> it's, we've, we've got BJ and Cumgate. It's very unfortunate. Which is, which is uh, hashtags. Yeah. It is, it is. Especially, you know, it's it sounds like um, you know that band from Biker Grove. Oh dear, oh dear. Um, uh, I guess you're a bit too old to catch that when it came around first time. But you you, you reference popular pop culture, right? <laughs> I don't know. It's just written down in front of me. So it's what you gave me. It's what you gave me. So, Mr. Malik, how are you, sir? I'm very, very good, thank you. I've got a cup of coffee in front of me, and I'm doing very good this week. Thanks. Awesome. Awesome. We had some technical troubles getting you on the show this morning, but we did what every uh, good uh, IT support um, would tell you to do and uh, switched it off and switched it on again. It seemed to work. Uh, it was a bit is... more technical than that. I had to switch it off, switch it on, log on, and then it got working. So there was a third uh, step. That okay. Almost through me. Good thing we don't okay. have any of that pesky 2FA enabled. <laughs> <laughs> 2FA? One host unknown. Yeah, that stuff slows you down. Um yeah. So I'm just uh, checking yeah, the because uh, we're known for moving. We're known for moving fast, yeah. aren't we? I'm just checking the metadata of that uh, error message that Jav sent, just to make sure it's not a, a pre-prepared image that he had for when he wants to be late and sort of uh, <laughs> you know not admit to being late. Are you, are you going to do a, a, a re- Google reverse just, search? Just or? doing a reverse search now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, you used that last yeah. year. <laughs> Oh dear! Oh dear! So, Andy, what about you? How are you doing, sir? Uh, not doing too bad, um, actually. I've uh, been, you know, uh, you know, when you get stuck and you, you just browse on your phone and you're looking for stuff to buy. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of window shopping on Alibaba, <laughs> uh, as you know, uh, with some uh, previous troubles on customs duty and uh, import tax. Um, and yeah, this week I actually accidentally purchased stuff uh, from Alibaba three times um, because I really didn't... how much in how much an import duty are you going to pay on that? Well, so I figure it's a standard eight pound fee anyway from the Royal Mail, so it's really just the uh, taxes on top. Um, so hopefully yeah. not too much. Uh, hopefully the eight pounds the big part of it. Uh, but it was one of those things where I genuinely didn't realise that I'd previously purchased stuff. Um, so it's a funny thing with Alibaba. There's so many sellers that, uh, you know, you browse, you buy stuff, and then that person never sells that stuff again. Um, you know, so you, you find other vendors. So at the moment, I've got lots of face masks, it's, obviously. Is that not slightly suspicious? I mean, the, the, the vendor's still there. They're just not selling that particular item. So, you know, it's very difficult. Because that hasn't fallen off the back of a truck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's whatever's available that week. Yeah. Hey, I don't know. know. This stuff. What has is... What is, uh, little Johnny been able to s- <laughs> scally away from? This is, from uh, this is stuff which, um, uh, you know, I'm just preparing for when air travel is available again. Uh, I'm one of those people that always wipes down the seats and uh, trays and seat belts and everything before I uh, make myself comfortable. Well, I've seen anyway. the way you eat, so well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's when you leave the plane, yeah, right? absolutely, yeah. But uh, <laughs> also, you know, leave it uh, clean for the next person. Um, but yeah, so I know uh, people have taken the uh, the 
P-I-S-S mick out of me previously for my uh, cleansing routine when I get on a plane, uh, obviously pre-corona days. Um, and I was just really stocking up for that again. I saw some horrifying pictures during the week of a flight coming back from uh, Russia, I think it was. Uh, there's a bit of fisticuffs yeah. that uh, <laughs> uh, kicked off. Really? Before. Yeah, so apparently people weren't observing social distancing. It was a, a full flight and then uh, a couple of well, people... It's a bit hard to... in economy. Well, exactly. I mean, this is why, you know, you don't sit in the back. It's, you know, it's, it's, where, the, <laughs> it's where the animals are, isn't it? It's where all the cattle go. It's, uh, I don't call it cattle class for nothing. No. <laughs> but... Um, I did. Uh, so you know, I, I do this thing where I like to learn something new every day. Uh, and one of the things which I learned this week was the uh, the phrase Sisyphean task, which uh, Sisyphean. Sisyphe- well, see, <laughs> jeez, <laughs> hey, God, it's like you know what? You never take the piss out of someone on their pronunciation. Who's learning? Exactly, <laughs> because it means they're <laughs> learning by reading. And uh, this is true. Yeah, this is true. This is uh, one which I picked up, uh, obviously in reference to third-party risk management. Um, is it really? It was, now, where yeah. did you read about uh, that? So there's oh. this really good blog uh, which I read. Um, oh, what was it called? Yeah, no, it's, it's escapes me. But uh, I mean, it will come back <laughs> in my feed at some point. Has it? No. Has it? Has, have you lost the the, the, the memory it's, of it? Uh, it's yeah, lo- it, it lost. I got lost thinking about it. It's it's definitely a season yeah. that writes it. And it's the lost thoughts. Yeah, it's almost. Just, I'm lost. It, it's completely lost me. <laughs> <laughs> completely escaped me by. <laughs> but uh, I guess obviously we can't uh, mention your good self, Mister Langford, without um, you know mentioning the media whore in the group. Um, this is you know, true. Obviously, Mr. This is Mr. True. Malik uh, sent this uh, this message to the group yesterday, stating there was a good program on. It was, it was like an alert. It was. Like, it was a great program it, on scams it, and scammers on ITV. Yeah. Um, I, you know, the way my phone responded, I thought some kid had gone missing. Well, the, the Amber Alert, like, essentially, was, wasn't it? No, exactly. It was just yeah. just Jav telling us he's on the telly yeah. again. Exactly. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a bit of a root roll, isn't it, these days, where uh, anything yeah. you sort of sense through, it's either, uh, you know, video, blog post, uh, TV. Yeah. Um, yeah. So ITV this week, BBC last week. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just in talks with Netflix about how do I get my own do- documentary. <laughs> off the well, no, no. I, I thought it was you know, hello, this is Netflix. You've been greenlit. How can I help you? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so you know, we we have we've already had Tiger King. Now we're going to get Cyber King. Uh, oh, uh, it's, it's, Netflix! If you're listening, net. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Netflix, if you're listening. Host unknown. Sponsored by Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) So what was it like being on Crime Watch, Jav? You know, it's funny because the the segment I was, they they put me in, they topped and tailed it with um, a scammer. Who, who looked Bangladeshi <laughs> or something? It was, uh, His name was Khan or something. It was very so unfortunate. <laughs> so you have me talking, and then you have this mugshot of this guy talking, and I'm sure for most people they couldn't tell the difference between two of us. Oh, it was like expert, and now he's a criminal. What's going on? I'm confused. I can, I can just I hear the producers think thinking. Right, we can't get some middle-aged white guy <laughs> exactly. condemning this man. It's not going to work, you know. <laughs> but but that was actually really interesting because that was recorded like three, four weeks ago, and oh wow, because of social distancing rules, um, they they just sent me a shot list. I had to record it all myself at home. Enlisted uh, my my children to help me, and then <laughs> oh, they actually sent you a shot list. Seriously, yeah, they sent me a shot list. Wow, it was it was quite fun. So, are we to um, introduce from that that girl cynic wrote your content again? <laughs> no, no, she didn't write the content. She just the camera. She just made sure I was in frame. Okay. What What was really interesting is it, I I gathered all the family round for it, and I was like, oh, I might be on the show because it wasn't confirmed that I would make the cut. I said I might be on the show. Uh, and so everyone's there and I come up on screen and my wife's like, oh, that's from a few weeks ago because you, you had long hair. Now I've obviously buzzed, <laughs> cut it all off. And and my mum looks at it and goes, oh, that was from a few weeks ago because the tulips were in full bloom back then. 
<laughs> oh, very good. When I looked at it, I was like, that's definitely a couple of months ago because he's a lot fatter than that now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So talking of, um, you know, big, big, big people in the industry and, uh, you know, rock stars, etc. I reckon we could move on quite nicely. We could segue quite nicely uh, into... Billy Big Balls of the Week. One of these days I'm going to get the timing right on that thing. <laughs> Don't worry. So I have got the perfect Billy Big Balls this week. It's it's actually a couple from Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, they stole 13 million from the US government. Uh, how did you how steal did they... 13 million from the US government? <laughs> exactly. Okay, so Timothy and Letitia <laughs> Timothy and Letitia Harron created a fake healthcare company in North Carolina. Andy, uh, you might want to take some tips from me if you want to avoid your import duty. Anyway, step two, they read through the obituaries of people who've recently died. Okay, gets a bit dark. Step three, they used, Profit. A, they, they used a Medicaid eligibility tool to find out if the dead person had a Medicaid identification number. Brilliant. So this, Using this, that number... Publicly accessible. They, so, yeah, it's publicly accessible, Excellent. yeah. Using that Medicaid number, they backed build Medicaid for made-up services. Uh, they supposedly gave the dead person before they passed away. The dead person couldn't fight it because they're kind of dead. And the family didn't know because no money was coming out of their pockets. Um, so they wrapped up 13 million from uh, wow. Medicaid. That's brilliant. Uh, but how, how did they get caught? They flexed too hard on the gram. Uh... <laughs> they, they, bought, they bought a private jet, uh, <laughs> ate, ate at the nice restaurant and went to town at Tiffany and Co. So they uh, went, the, the mistake they made was their, their thought of a nice restaurant was Applebee's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, then, what, and when they really wanted to do up the game, they went to the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> What's really, really funny about this is that they got caught by flexing on Instagram, but they only have like 635 followers on Instagram. <laughs> what? <laughs> And one of them's a snitch. It's all about quality, not quantity, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, on average, he gets like 30 to 40 likes a picture. And he puts the hashtag millionaire in his captions. (laughs) Oh, my God. Jesus. That's... So was it the... um, Was it the... um, Was it the Inland Revenue or whatever it is in the US? Was it them that found it? IRS that do it? IRS, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't dig that deep into the story. What do you think <laughs> I am? A researcher or something? <laughs> An expert in this. It just goes so... It's like, it's like the... Um, you know that robbery at... Um, uh, in the year 2000 at the Dome? Yes. The big di- diamond robbery, the big diamond heist yes. thing. And how, how basically the police found out about this and so they swapped the diamonds out. They had police, you know, plainclothes police and all that sort of thing. And it was just literally they, they rocked up, crashed through the walls, etc., and were just immediately arrested. And the reason why that was foiled, and this is, you know, this is something like an $18 million diamond or something like that. The reason that was foiled was one of the guys got drunk in a bar and started bragging about this job they were going to do. Yeah, It's, it's like... Yeah. The, thank goodness there is no such thing as the criminal mastermind. Yeah, and you see this a lot with the. Um, I don't want to say you know they're sort of convicted hackers turned <laughs> turned professional type. Uh, but you know, I always wonder. I mean, they can't. Who are you that, thinking of? Well, I'm not mentioning any names, but I'm just thinking. Yeah, these are the people. They've been caught. You know, there are better people yeah. out there. <laughs> you know, why are you settling <laughs> for the B players? Because the A players are still out there. You know. True, true. But mind you, you know, I haven't had a film made about me starring um, Leonardo DiCaprio. So, you know, define B player. Well, true. But there was that, um, obviously not mainstream, um, 
not Netflix. What's the other one? Pornhub. I've seen one of your films on. That was. Uh... Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we should get them as a sponsor. Absolutely. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to play okay. the sponsorship thing just in case. <laughs> that's going to come. That's going to come out of context immediately. Oh damn! But yeah, it's amazing how much flexing actually, you know, seems to bring down these criminal not masterminds. Yeah, the, the, well, yeah. The, the clever ones are the I mean, ones that stay quiet. Indeed. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And that proves ball. our point. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Big Balls of the Week. <laughs> oh, dear, we didn't even plan that. <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to think uh, what else. I mean, obviously, we've got some rant of the week and industry news and little people and all that. In fact, we've got two lots of little people in the can. We can choose who we want. Should we toss a coin? Yeah, I think I feel like uh, Willy Wonka, and we got a bunch of Humpa Loompas. Yeah, <laughs> that's how Je- that's how uh, Andy and I feel around with you, Jeff. <laughs> is that oh, Andy dude. in his heels? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, this is yeah. uh, Mister Malkin. And box. you not standing on your box? <laughs> say, the amount of photos where uh, you're doing the old Tom Cruise with a box underneath you—it's brilliant. <laughs> Uh, Proper movie yes, in fact, so uh, I think since last week we've now got an Instagram account. Did we add that in by, from last week? I, I don't recall. Ah, but, uh, um, yeah, so we've got an Instagram account, and in fact, we um, we opened a kimono on how our photos are taken with our very first post, excellent. which is just that. It's the um, it's the photo from the uh, homepage of our website, uh, which shows how Jav managed to grow a foot. Um, <laughs> in height uh, <laughs> for that particular shoot. So yeah, it's quite fascinating. And in fact, somebody did reply and uh, mentioned if that was, if this was the uh, Tom Cruise effect. Ah, very good. So the, uh, this Instagram yeah. account, Tom, just remind me what the, um, the account name is. Uh, host unknown TV. Excellent. I think. And uh, what's the <laughs> yeah. uh, password so I can just add it to my account now and I can start adding some content. Oh yeah. It's, it's, um, Jav is, and that's with a four for the A and a one for the S, uh-huh. uh, short. Oh, okay. And that's five H. Uh, oh, the standard password we always use. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. And then and then a question mark at the end. Gotcha. Sweet. Yeah. Ah, oh, excellent. <laughs> I reckon <coughs> we can... <laughs> oh, look, Jav's turned his mic off. No, I had no idea. I, I, I'm busy looking on Instagram because I had no idea we had an account. Because <laughs> you don't what, listen to your what? Well, listen to your WhatsApp. Read your WhatsApp. Why would I? <laughs> yeah, we just tell you anyway through another vault. Unless it's from the BBC, I'm not really picking up any calls now. <laughs> New phone, who dis? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Even ITV is just uh, a little bit sort of. You know, low rent for you now. I've been there, done that. <laughs> right, okay. I'm going to get the timing on this one right. Andy, when you're ready, we're going to be doing the... Rant of the Week. Ah, uh, this one. So, uh, as you guys know, and I uh, I feel bad I actually fell for this one because it is clickbait of the highest quality. Um, so I opened up LinkedIn on, uh, when was it, Wednesday, I think. Um, and obviously, the the top post in my feed was uh, someone that I am connected with, interacting with this post. Um, so I I am very particular who I connect with on LinkedIn. Um, I actually like to know the person first. Um, you know, unlike uh, I know your good selves with thousands and thousands of connections. I think I'm still in the low hundreds. Um, well, it's just so rude to say no. Well, do you know what? And there's some people I've actually disconnected from because I just don't remember how I know them. Um, so it would be great if LinkedIn actually had a feature where you could just put a little note in and say how you remember them. Um, you know, but hey, I'm going off track anyway. So the the clickbait I fell for, um, and the the reason I say I fell for it is that I read it immediately, got incensed, and thought, you know, this is a prime example of someone who runs their mouth off because they know that they can't get punched through the internet 
Um, and then obviously I took the screenshot and I sent it out to you guys. And then, you know, once I start, I was like, you know what? Just forget about it. It's clickbait. <clears throat> and uh, Yeah, but it's too late because I was on it then. <laughs> yeah, and then I got you incensed. Yeah. <laughs> the pitchforks were out. Yeah. And uh, I know that you did actually make a comment on it. You, uh, you did I waste did. the time. Um, I did. Yeah. I'll never get that. <laughs> That that thirty seconds back in my life. No, so so this was, um, and I do not know the pronunciation of this guy's name. Like I say, he's not one of my connections. Uh, it's a second connection. Ian. Um, so it's all right. I respect you for learning through reading. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Frank Nuvdo, uh, I'm going to say, um, not going to mention any company names or anything like that. But he posted uh, quite an incendiary article. Obviously, and it basically the first line says. Wanted to be in cybersecurity and don't want to learn how to code. I'm going to be frank. Get over it and learn to code. You want the big money and the cool factor of work in cybersecurity? Then do the work. Is it possible? I'm sure it is. Plenty of terrible infosec people who have no idea what code is. They're a leak away from being blacklisted. The fact is that a lot of tools out there have programmatic interfaces and or search functions that are more like SQL queries than Google searches. From a less practical but equally important perspective, you just don't get taken seriously by your subordinates or co-workers. Finally, for cybersecurity, I really don't consider it a first job kind of field. You should really have several years experience in coding, networking, sysadmin. Look at it this way. If you don't know what a stack is in programming, how are you going to know what a stack overflow is? If you don't know what a basic TTP handshake is, then how would you defend against it in a sin flood attack? And, you know, quite... <laughs> that is beautiful. That is just brilliant. You know, you need to read it in like a Dr. Evil voice or something, and then it will make a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. The best part of it is that... It's a good conversation point. It it actually it's it's an opinion and nothing wrong with that That's as a, a valid opinion. But the way the way it's well the way it's presented is Fact. is that you know hey I'm thinking this what do you think? Whereas the way he's, pre- he's presenting it is very much I'm right you're wrong if you disagree you're a knob. Yeah, that's what he's saying. You know, and I think that was the worst part of it. Um, I, I you know. I don't know if there are any replies that actually agreed with him. No, uh, there didn't seem to be, and I didn't even see his uh, his response to any of the um, the <laughs> the Bane mob that were uh, trying to engage with him either, uh, which is why I yeah, do believe exactly. it was if clickbait. He... Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, if 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 it was if it was um, uh, intentional and and. Uh, 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 a close-held opinion, he could at least have got on and started to defend against um, some of the, the the comments that were on there, you know, or at the very least say, okay, that's valid. It's not what I think, you know. But he didn't. He just, you know, ran for the he hills. Just, uh, and that, that I think... do the whole light the uh, light the fuse on the dynamite and just walk away, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So at least he's looking cool with the explosion behind. Yeah. No, no, that, that that he's he's not walking away like that. He's scurrying away like a rat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, basically, with, with views like this, he's probably still holding it. That's why he's not responding. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. But yeah, so I, I guess this uh, also touches on something uh, that we we've spoken about before. Um, you know, do you really need to be that technical to work in cybersecurity? Um, and I guess this is that that view where people think that cybersecurity is all about pen testers or SOC engineers or. Uh, you know, threat hunters. It's um, yeah, very broad exactly. field. Very broad field. I th- oh, I think your the phrase you use. It's a broad church. Is, I think is um, uh, not the TV show, but it's it's is, is a very valid one. In the, in the, it it takes all sorts to get on in this. You know, even even people. You know, communications and all that sort of stuff. It, it's all part of the. We're all part of the same team here. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like if you go to the to the hospital. The surgeon is not going to be like the anesthetist, yeah. Or you know, and they're, they're going to be very whatever. The, <laughs> and and the op, ophthalmologist <laughs> is not going to be the same as a no, cardiologist. No. 
But... No, 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 Jav, eye doctor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so look, is that is that is that my apple? <laughs> is there uh, an app for that? Fanboy. Oh. <laughs> but it's the same no, principle. It's it is, absolutely, absolutely. You know, without the surgeons, good medicine would still happen. It wouldn't be the full you know the the full effect you wouldn't be able to deal with everything but you would still be able to deal with a huge amount of of stuff as it were and then with and so on and so on you know it's not not every single as individuals we're not important to the greater scheme but as as a group we can actually address everything across the board stronger together stronger together hashtag <laughs> teamwork makes the dream work indeed indeed so yeah, thank you. That was that was a good one. I think that's um, you know go go look this up on LinkedIn. You could if you um, if you do happen to to follow me or just search me up, you'll see my response in there. You might see some other stuff in there as well about other things that I've been promoting. That's terrible advice. Don't don't go search it. I mean, this is exactly what he wants. So what I said to you two after you two went raging off on was that that he just needs the oxygen. Starve him off it. Don't interact. Don't engage. And. Uh... So, Isn't that what we say to you an awful lot on, yeah, on our so, little WhatsApp That group? sounds like a pre-prepared uh, or, or an ingrained uh, response that you've just come up with there, Jav. Where have you heard this before? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. I seem to remember saying those words quite a few times. You, you know, so you should be proud that, look, I listen, I, I absorb, I, 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 I improvise, it, adapt, it, and overcome. You missed the point, that's it. <laughs> and continue to do yeah. it. Oh, I tell you what, you know, it's it do, do as I say, not as I do with Jav, isn't it? <laughs> Honestly, you're such gatekeepers, the two of you. <laughs> it's just like, oh, because he just said something that I might have said something similar to, I need to be involved in this discussion. Something that Andy was rallying against just a, seven episodes ago. Seven, seven episodes ago, blimey. <laughs> If it was seven episodes ago, I think that was that was 2015, wasn't it? Exactly. <laughs> so this uh, makes us one of the longest running um, loosely infosec-based podcasts today, right? It We've does. got to be up there in it the does. top 30 at least. Yeah, well, we're certainly longer running than Smashing Security, <laughs> that's for sure. Amazing, amazing. I don't yeah. know how that even passes on a podcast. <laughs> don't be bitter I tell you what, don't I... be bitter. <laughs> Do do you know? I think I think standards are slipping in um, smashing security. Carol and and Graham, if you're listening, and I've got I've got hard evidence. I've got the receipts as to why I think that that show's going down. Okay. They've asked me back on. Oh dear. Oh dear. So, you know, if you are a fan of the Smashing Security podcast, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry that it's it's not what it used to be, but. Uh, you know, this is what happens when you when you when you get when you get C listers like me. Or... When you run out, of, yeah, they they literally just cycle through everyone they know, and that's it. They just need to go right. Who's uh, who's going to say like... no? Who's not going to say no? Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're on like episode 180. I mean, uh, I think that's, that's all of the people. That is right? tricky. It's, uh, but it is a great yeah. show. You know, I will say, big fan of their Love show. show. Love the show. Love the show. Love the show. Love the show, friends of the show as well. Yeah. You know, we should we should have one of those crossover episodes. You know, like when Magnum PI and Murder She Wrote have a crossover. <laughs> um, if you could, uh... did they really? Oh, oh, did yeah. Magnum PI do a crossover with Murder She I Wrote? I don't remember yeah. that. Yes, she did. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember. You... I'll send you the rem- screenshots. Yeah, do, I remember the Simpsons and Family Guy. Yeah. Uh, does Futurama do one as well with them? I don't know. I don't know. I saw an episode of South Park last night that had a um um an un, un, probably unlicensed crossover with the Simpsons. At right. <laughs> it was when Mr. Hanky, um the uh the Christmas poo. Yeah. He was he was driven out of town and it was like, "Oh, where where are we where where can I go? Where where, where is um who's going to welcome this uh old-fashioned, you know, racist and, you know, in, intolerant speech um, of, of a character. And then he walked into The Simpsons. Excellent. Oh, man, terrible. Terrible. 
so yeah, I think that that was the um the, the rant of the week, and I think we might have uh we, we did, ranted we our did, way to <laughs> We did digress, but uh yeah, ultimately I uh, yeah, I don't agree with the guy. And uh, I'm fed up with that sort of clickbait that uh, gets my blood pressure boiling. Yeah, completely agree. Rant of the week. Wow. So have we decided yet? Um on who we're going to use for the little people. Uh, do you know what? I was actually looking for a question. And let's, I, uh, so I yeah, thought, so, and let's, so, just I, so we... Because I asked Dan Raywood, and yeah. he kindly provided it, I think we should go with him. Wim kept us waiting for a week, so we should keep him waiting for a week now. He makes a good yeah, point. Yeah, well, we'll see. He makes a good point. Yeah. Well, I'm just looking at what I've got loaded in my soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> Because so once you're again, rigging the election, fake news, <laughs> fake news. <laughs> and 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 also, Wim's talking about something that supports uh, something else. I'm supporting this week, so yeah, okay, we'll do Dan. Okay, so this uh, this premium rate number that uh, I've got set up for people to vote. Are we still going to give it out, or <laughs> <laughs> where, where do we stand on this? <laughs> are, are we are, are we still sponsored by Porno? <laughs> Anyway, talking of um, journalism, or journalists, I should say, uh, I reckon that's a very good segue uh, onto um... Industry News. NHS contact tracing app security issues detailed. Industry News. Non-cyber security incidents outnumber cyber attacks in ICO report. Industry news. DNS traffic analysis detects hidden DDoS attacks. Industry news. Uh, I'm going to chuck in a bonus one this week because it has been a very busy week in InfoSec. So I'm going with Intelligent Gateway launches to compile malicious COVID-19 URLs. Industry news. Someone's been busy this week. Excellent. Yeah, our sources have pulled their fingers out this week. <laughs> In fact, I think you had a chat with our, this our is, sources. Uh, no, this is syndicated content. This is uh, we are subscribed to the InfoSec equivalent of uh, PR Newswire uh, or PA PA News. Multiple news sources. Multiple news sources. <laughs> And we only select the best of the best, the cream of the crop. Exactly. Only the best. We need the finest. Keep the best coming, otherwise we will have a go like we did earlier in these in this in these podcasts. Yeah. We'll try and create our own content. No. (laughs) And you don't want that to happen. I mean, just look at the other fifty five minutes of this podcast. So there's been a lot a lot also in the news uh, talking about the um the track and trace apps and all that sort of stuff that's going on. And uh, the NHS are still, or not the NHS, but the government are still holding out about, you know, using their particular app for um, contact tracing and stuff like that. What what do you think about that? Uh, interesting. So where are we with this contact, uh, contact tracing app? So I, I saw a previously a very good article about um, how, you know, essentially it only works when it's open. Um and it will only alert if you've been in contact with someone for 15 minutes. Um, and basically, there were just That's lots right. of holes in you know the way it worked. And it was kind of, what's the point of it? You know, because I don't necessarily want it where, you know, it tells me I've been in the same building as someone for 15 minutes. I want it, you know, as I'm passing someone in the tube or, you know, I've been sitting in the same exactly. train carriage with them. It's uh, something that's actually going to concern me. Uh, and I think that, you know, until we get to that level of, um, uh, you know, detail um, and also the, the fact they keep the data as well, you know, from what I saw in that first iteration. 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. I mean, that's just unnecessary. up to 20 years. Unnecessary. It is. Though. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and especially as it's kept centralized, et cetera. Yeah. So I, I was on a, on a on a webinar the other night and it was um, it was hosted by the IRMS, the Information Records Management Society. And it was about privacy and it was talking about this. <clears throat> so, yeah. Sounds fantastically uh, thrilling. It was it was all right actually. It was all right, um, and in fact, it was very well put together as well. But there was there were the, of the four panelists, and the questions were you know about you know what 
what what is the validity of all this, etc. What really struck me was that none of them agreed on what was the right ap- approach and what was you know what was the right way that this data should be collected under GDPR and all that sort of thing. And it just goes to show that this is a, this is a very complex in, in environment. But the the um, but there's some real basics. It seems to me that the the UK government is just completely fluffing up. You know, so someone um, tweeted the other day. One of the privacy folks I, I follow, and they they highlighted in the privacy policy um, on the on the apps and some of the the verbiage in the terms and conditions and all that sort of thing. That actually they're using phrases in there that actually aren't entered into. British or English um, privacy law. So they talk about, you know, uh, personally identifiable information, PII, which is an American term, not not one that is recognised in GDPR. And so it, it, it just true? seems to me know, that... I'll be honest, I did not realise that either. Um, no. Yeah, it's it's personal information, not personally identifiable So Okay, so, well, uh, obviously I work in a, a an industry full of information, uh, but we will constantly refer to it as pii uh regardless of yeah, the country. yeah it's an Amer- it, it's an american term i mean it, there's nothing wrong with the term per se but as a um <clears throat> as a brown m&m you know um canary as it were i think i've mixed my well, I was but as a you know as a as a as a canary it's quite a, quite a telling thing that in a you know a UK app commissioned by the UK government, supposedly written for UK people and compliant to UK and European law, they're using terms that are only valid in uh, under US law. So you're implying that the app or maybe the underlying you know sort of things <clears throat> were created by foreign actors, maybe Russians. Um, possibly, possibly. I th- I think um, you know if. Um, if if it was written by Russians, it might be that uh, this, you know, you you do not accept the privacy policy in Russia. The privacy policy accepts you. Um, you know, maybe that might have been a giveaway. But I think you know what what was, and there's this dilemma between doing what is right for the country and doing right for our society, and accepting the the and downloading an app that is frankly. Um, poorly written and you know poorly conceived and going to be poorly managed in the future, uh, which is a bit of a dilemma. So is it safe to say that you do not intend to download it? I still haven't made my mind up. I must admit, you know my my initial thought my, my initial thought my thoughts to much of this about you know privacy and stuff is ah screw it it'll be all right you know it'll it'll work itself out something will happen etc. But you know, something like this, when it's talking about holding on to data for 20 years and it's just, it's such a, a, a well, to be blunt, such a shit show that I am I am concerned that um, something will, you know, something will go horribly wrong. Uh, so, yeah, I still haven't made my mind up. What about you guys? I want to know a bit more about it, I guess. <laughs> I'm yeah. waiting for someone smarter than me to, uh, to, to complete the uh, analysis. Actually, uh, and uh, frankly, oh, that's exactly what I'm, I, <laughs> I, t- I tell you what I'm going to do is if Rowena downloads it, I'll download it. <laughs> I think that would be fair, right? Yeah. And uh, obviously, well, I guess the, the difference is obviously Rowena, uh, friend of the show, um, you know, big uh, privacy ad- advocate, um, has a Huawei phone rather than an Apple iPhone, uh, unlike yourself. So uh, I don't think you'll find a, an app that uh, she thought... uses that uh, you'd be able to use. Uh, this is true. I thought she had an iPhone. Yeah, I'm messing with you. Guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. The host unknown podcast where every line is an inside joke. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you, I tell you what. Only we... in Andy's head. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the host unknown podcast. More fun than a security vendor's briefing. True security insights for the average consumer on this show. So I reckon we now go on to uh, the next part of the show. This is the, the the part that has been up in the air. Which which way are we going to go? We're going to go with Dan. Are we going to go with Wim? You know, 
not sure. So why don't we just uh, roll the jingle, toss the coin, and see what happens. The Little People. Okay, guys. Um, I've been asked by you to talk about a specific topic for two minutes, which is really freaking difficult because there's a lot of topics and there's only two minutes. But the topic I've chosen to talk about is third-party security. The way we handle third-party security is a really weird uh, thing to me. Somehow we've dumbed it down to a 200-question questionnaire based on um, some arbitrary standards uh, in our industry. And to make it worse, we kick the relationship over from whoever has a stake in that relationship to a third-party assessment team that has no vested interest in having a relationship with the vendor we want to engage with. So the way I look at it, the first important part is that relationship. Um, in any assessment, there needs to be a stakeholder that has a vested interest in that relationship. And on the other hand, uh, I think we need to start more from a threat model than a pure questionnaire. Um, in the end, it's uh, our threat model and the vendor's threat model that uh, goes together uh, and merges into one threat model. Um, and lastly, I think it's important that we uh, work together and take the opportunity um, to understand what our uh, what we need and what our vendor needs, um, what we know and what our vendor knows, to make things better for all of us. Um, so it's. For me, it needs to be a much more invested uh, process that is clear, that has defined outcomes, and that we can do something uh, valuable with for all parties involved. So let's try to make uh, third-party assessments better uh, and not just stupid, stupid questionnaires. The little people. There you go. Good point well What'd made. What you think of that? Good point well made. It was. Yeah, that third point especially was spot on the money. Yeah, um, you're going to insert in post, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, especially because of that that first screw up as well. So yeah. <laughs> it's gonna. Well, I always like hearing from Dan. Really yeah. good points. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> absolutely lovely fellow, Dan. Lovely fellow. And I think next next week um, next week we'll we'll have um, we'll have Wim on instead. I think that would be good. So uh, yeah, Dan, thank you very much for that. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> So we're coming up, blimey, we say we're going to do these things shorter every time, and now we're coming up to sort of like nearly 45 minutes. Can I have to get so in a Tweet of the Week before we go? Tweet of the Week. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Should we do that? I will do a... Tweet of the Week. Right. So, Tweet of the Week. I'm going to go for uh, Donald Trump again. Hey. Um, after after you went for Donald Trump, was it last week? Or it, week was last week yeah. remember. it was last week, yeah. It was last week, yeah. So, yeah, Donald Trump tweeted something. I don't know. It was all rock anyway. Something about um, mail-in ballots and stuff like that being illegal. This, you know, coming from the man who has who voted through a mail-in ballot. Yes. <laughs> uh, alongside his press secretary, who um, 11 of the time... Sorry, 10 of the 11 times she has voted in the last... Um, uh, she has voted, have been through mail-in ballots, and yet they're all saying that it's actually just um, uh, they're just um, uh, they're, they're illegal um, and they're going to be um, going to... Uh, yeah. Sorry, what? <clears throat> well, stop sending me messages on WhatsApp and I might be able to concentrate. Why don't you concentrate on what you're saying? Me and Andy are trying <laughs> to have a, have a conversation here. <laughs> anyway, Trump said some utter rot, and for the first time ever, Twitter actually uh, labelled his tweet as requiring a fact check, uh, at which you know Donald Trump uh, immediately backed down and said, "You're right. I think um, you know. I think possibly what? No, what I'm saying. Of course, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he blew up and started talking about uh, you know 
having his freedom of speech restricted and blah, blah, blah. And in a matter of days has introduced a bill, which I don't understand. I've read about a little bit of it. And I don't really get it. But basically, he's introduced a bill targeting social media companies and how they... Uh, um, you know how they sh- how they should not be effectively arbiters of truth um, in all of this. So, really, really um, interesting that you know in days he can pull together, um, you know, uh, um, laws and regulations, you know, against this sort of thing. But it takes him two months to order some PPE for the country. So, um, I just thought uh, it, it summed up an awful lot. And also, well played Twitter. I, I'm hoping that they carry on. Jack Dorsey is a he's a you know he's a bit marmite. You know, people either love him or hate him. Um, but he's uh, I think he's he stood by his guns on this one, and, and long may that continue. Yeah, and the, yeah. Um, just to go on, you yeah, go. yeah, just to put it just to put it a bit in context, the the tweet that violated the Twitter rules about glorifying violence. Um, he he was tweeting about the um, uh, the Minnesota riots that are going on after the unfortunate yep. killing of George Floyd the, by the yep. police, and and the the phrase he used in it was, um, "Any difficulty, we'll assume control. The military is ready. When the looting starts, the shooting starts." Yeah. Oh dear God! If that's not inciting violence, I don't know what. But that's going to stir up his. Um... <laughs> a particular fan base of his, though. Uh... Well, you know, just just send in the you know the white militia, the ones that um, what was it? You know, the the, the peaceful protests, you know, after that uh, George Floyd thing, um, that were broken up by tear gas and rubber bullets and stuff. Versus when, um, you know, the, the the militia coming in about you know complaining about haircuts and being able to get their nails done, came in, you know, carrying heavy duty you know military weapons and were just left alone uh which kind of tells you something really yeah <laughs> well i think i think we're heading into very dangerous uncharted waters here when we, we, we avoid politics about... <laughs> we'll avoid politics Especially let's just American agree politics that we have no idea <laughs> let's just agree that the apricot colored president is uh, probably out of his depth and has been for a while yeah i think that that was obvious before he uh, got voted in um, but i will just raise one point on the um the, the sort of fact check that uh, Twitter came up with. And I think, you know, they're saying, look, what we're saying is go and have a look at all the information and make up your own mind. And yes. there, you know, there is a school of thought. where <laughs> I saw a really good argument on uh, Reddit, which someone was, was making, um, where they basically said, look, don't give people all the information to make up their own minds. Um, because, you know, what they're doing is, you know, that they're finding factually incorrect information and then making up their minds because that aligns with their thinking. Um, and this is why right. they're saying, look, yeah. you have to have trusted organisations who are the authority, yeah. uh, you know, the, the authority of this. You know, you've got a guy, uh, you know, who goes to universities, university studies for three years, gets a degree, studies another three years, gets a PhD, goes on to do a, you know, a specialist diploma in something else. And then you got, uh, you know, be, becomes a, an expert in the field, you know, writes white papers which are peer-reviewed, um, you know, comes up with an opinion, uh, and then you've got some guy sits on his armchair at home, you know, uh, you know reads yeah. a couple of blog posts, uh, and then turns around and just sort of calls BS on you know, the, the expert's opinion uh, because it doesn't align with uh, what they're thinking. So it's... Uh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, Andy, and, and that's true, but I think what the, the, the challenge that we find ourselves in now is that there has been a sustained campaign over the last few years to undermine and discredit all those trustworthy organizations. Uh, you, you've seen it with the uh, attacks on media fake uh, news. and even legitimate uh, fake news. Exactly. And even recently, we, we've seen it where they've turned on doctors or the World Health Organization or, um, yeah. you know, with, with relate to the, the coronavirus and, and the, the pandemic that that's there. So, uh, Climate change is another example. It's, you know, uh, President Trump has been going after them for a long time, saying that, that that's all fake as well. And, you know, we, we're going to pull out the Geneva Convention or, or, or what have you. So I, I think that, that there is a very it's, it's a very strange time where you do have those experts. And I completely agree that those are the ones that we should be listening to. But 
their voices are being drowned out by these other institutes that we should be trusting as well. And these are like the, some of the leading governments in the world. So it's it's really, really difficult to to find out who's right, who's wrong, who's got an agenda, who doesn't, and, and what the truth is. Yeah. I mean, all we know is I that generally, if it's Chinese or Russian, it, we can trust it. Yeah. I would I would go basically say if Trump says it, it's not true. <laughs> that, or Bojo, for that matter. Yeah. Oh dear. Anyway, just a reminder, folks. You know, if you, you we get all serious in the last ten minutes or so, but just just a reminder of where you are in case you think you've shifted over to a Radio Four podcast or something. Um, this you're is- listening to the Host Unknown podcast. More fun than a security vendor's briefing. Just to be clear, as we finish the show, that this is where you are. I don't think we've ever got quite so serious, have we? No, it's just the politics brings it out, doesn't it? And obviously it's been a, a quite a horrific week in the US. It's, oh, <laughs> it's like a week God, that just gets hard. worse every every uh, every week. Yeah. Every week this year just seems to get worse and worse. 2020 like, is the year yeah. that smiles at you as it's punching you in the face. Yeah. Corona's only killed uh, 100,000 of our citizens. Let's start shooting them as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mind you, not that not that the um, the UK can talk. We've got the highest mortality rate per thousand of population in the world. Number Woo-hoo! one, baby, number one. Woo-hoo! Yeah, that's right. Reach for the skies. Anyway, on that note, folks, I reckon we should go before we get way too serious. Yeah. Um, thank you, everybody, or both of you for listening. Um, in fact, well, I think last week we had uh, we entered into double digits on our downloads. Woohoo! Uh, so yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, Jav, closing thoughts. Oh, uh, see, you got me in all serious mode, and now you ask me for closing thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen. Don't believe the governments. Don't believe the fake media. Just come to host unknown for your trusted source of information. And by that Actually, I mean me. Ignore the, the the other two when they when they put fake doctored pictures up on Instagram about me standing on a box. Fake doctored pictures. Does that mean that they're real? <laughs> Double negative. Views. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, stay secure, my friends. Uh, I tell you what, you should you should um, copyright. I should, that. I should use song. that. Yeah, it's a good one. Thank you, folks. We'll see you next week. Host Unknown, the podcast, was written, performed, and produced by Andrew Agnes, Javad Malik, and Tom Langford. Copyright 2015, or something like that. Insert legal agreement here as applicable and binding in your country of residence. We thank you. And we're out. Woohoo! Oh. That went all right. Uh, Pop, can I have to do some editing around the uh, little people? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fuck it. I'll leave it in. Nobody will notice. <laughs>